cream alert 654 Jose okay on nothing Welcome to Third Navy on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get the show started with your host, Brandon Adcock. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Third Navy on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. It's AFC East Day, the Jets, the Bills, the Patriots, and the Jets. You sound very depressed. No, I'm not depressed, man. It's hot. It's 4th of July, though I live in the greatest country on earth. Excuse me, the day after the 4th of July. So, they they not be wrong with it. It's just Jets talk and Bills talk, <laughs> Dolphins talk. Well, speaking of Jets, we have a caller on the line. I believe his name is Rich, and he is calling in from Long Island, New York. Rich, are you with us? Yes, I am, Brandon. How you guys doing? Good, man. How about yourself? And so you're a Jets fan out here, right? Doing real good on this. Yeah, I'm a Jets fan. Long-suffering Jets fan. I've been a, <laughs> been a Jet fan since 1965. Uh, Our believe apologies. It or not, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> exactly. So. Anyway, it's uh, good to talk to you guys on this 4th of July. Uh, I'm definitely a, a patriot. I served the country in the Navy, and uh, this is a great day. And uh, so, Absolutely. I appreciate your service, anyway, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank yes, you. Uh, it was my pleasure to serve, to serve the country. So, Anyway, I was in the Navy for five and a half years. So, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not one of these uh, left-wing nuts or whatever. I... <laughs> I'm a conservative. I'm a conservative American uh, who voted for Trump twice. So, uh, oh, it's a shame we're missing I hope Jason. That doesn't, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that's not hurting anybody's feeling there. So, uh, not mine. Uh, Chris don't care too much though. Uh, <laughs> your other host, who's uh, okay. he's not here tonight, he would have almost stood up and clapped on okay. that one. I was gonna say, there's another show we need to have him yeah. on. Oh yeah, for sure. So. uh you know, obviously you're a Jets fan. What's your thoughts on Zach Wilson coming out of BYU, hopefully, you know, heading you guys into some greener pastures here? Uh, how do you feel about Zach Wilson coming in as your first-year quarterback? Well, i got to be honest with you. I've never seen any BYU games, so I haven't really seen a lot of highlights uh, with Zach. But I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things about him. And uh, obviously, uh, as the number two pick in the draft, uh, that's got to be a plus. Now, if you're a Jet fan – you tend to think that things will go wrong. So I'm trying not to think that way. Uh, I want to give the kid I want to give the kid the benefit of the doubt. And as a Jet fan, I hope he does uh you know, he really does excellent. I hope he comes in here and uh this is this might be crazy, but if he can uh, be half the half the guy that Joe Namath was and, and take us to a Super Bowl i like to get to a Super Bowl again before I uh, leave the earth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, but have you got any fond Joe Namath memories? Yeah, well, yeah. I grew up on Long Island, and the Jets uh, back then, they used to train at Hofstra, uh, Hofstra University. Uh, they used to have their spring, uh, not not their spring, but their uh, training camp there. And... Uh, I only lived about 15 minutes from the college, so I spent a lot of time during the summer at the uh, training camp for the Jets. And uh, obviously, there was a lot of excitement back then when uh, when he came out of Alabama. And uh, the, the difference being, the Jets were a, actually a winning team back then. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's a little different than what we got today. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh Jets, at you, but you make it more. Yeah, well, that's all right. I, I mean, uh, I, I, I want to be as honest as I can. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, there was a uh, 
this will be a little a, a nice little story. Obviously, there was a lot of people that that went to the uh, to the Jets training camp, uh, especially when Joe Namath was first drafted. There was uh, tons and tons of people, big crowds there, and uh, as the uh, I don't know about the first year, but uh, as Joe settled into New York, uh, maybe the second year of training camp, uh, definitely the third year. There were actually maybe more women at the uh, practices than uh, men back in the day. So <laughs> that's the little story there. So, uh, but anyway, you know, Joe Namath, uh, he was the man back then, and uh, he took us to our uh, proudest moment. He took us to the Super Bowl against the Colts back in '69. Uh, uh, we beat them 16 to seven, and uh, it's been a long road since then. So. Uh, Anyway, that's a little bit about uh, back in the day with Joe Namath, and uh, obviously he's in the Hall of Fame. But I believe he's in the Hall of Fame because he he won that Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, his number is <laughs> like look, if you look at his yeah, if you look at his statistics, he's definitely not a uh, he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. But it was just his uh, he helped uh, bring the merger about uh, back in the day. Yep. Uh, Kansas City beat. Uh, Kansas City beat uh, Minnesota the next year, and that uh, pretty much based uh, forced the NFL to uh, merge with the AFL, and uh, that's what we got today. We got uh, we got an AFC and an uh, NFC. So that's a little history from back in the day. So. Yeah, it's not wrong. There was a little bit of knowledge that you guys have come close uh, to back in '09 and '08. I want to say with Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan. How was that exciting? You know, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the whole state of New York that yeah, was buzzing that was about. Exciting. Yeah, see, uh, we know, made it to the championship. Yeah, we we made it to the championship two years in a row with uh, with Mark Sanchez, uh, which is uh, it was all downhill after that with Mr. Sanchez. So. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like he had a really good two year run, and all of a sudden it's like I don't know if it was you know he Rex Ryan hurt his confidence or Tom Brady took it or you know what happened. It yeah. was just a really odd. You know, he rolled the dice though I for think New York. Maybe the. Uh, the team behind him uh, might have got a little worse after those two years. Uh, and Sanchez coming out of USC was uh, pretty hyped, and uh, it's kind of like the same situation with uh, with Zach Wilson coming out of BYU now. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, I don't want to say expectations because as a Jet fan, we don't really have expectations. Uh, we have hope. We have hope now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so. so- a bit- there's a, big dang, there's, a, there's a big difference. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm, so, I'm talking so, too much, probably. I want to let you guys. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, and, and I'm I'm not a football okay. knowledge person, so this is uh, this is coming out of left field over here, which is totally not a football analogy. Uh, but this is uh, this is the team where Adam Gase left from, correct? Yes. So I'd love to know his thoughts on yeah. Adam Gase being there and on his leaving. Well, I'll start with the leaving first. <laughs> that, was the, uh, that, that was the best thing that could happen, uh, uh, that Adam Gase, uh, Gase was fired last year. <laughs> I was surprised that he actually made it through the whole season, to tell you the truth. I was, uh, too. I, I thought he would be fired, uh, you know, sooner than they, I guess they felt sorry for him. I don't know, but... Uh, the Jets fans didn't feel sorry for him, that's for sure. And uh, I'll tell you the truth: when they first hired hired uh, uh, Gates, uh, Gates, I was not happy with that hire hiring. So 
You know, granted, the Jets fans had seen him twice a year, so you know, in Miami. So y'all knew how terrible he was firsthand, and so that had to almost make it worse. Yeah, he wasn't that. Gr- yeah, he wasn't that good with uh, with Miami. I don't know uh, why they thought that he was some kind of. Uh, they thought he was some kind of offensive genius, uh, <laughs> but uh, definitely not. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't do him too much for us at all. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, that was definitely a good thing when they fired Adam Gase. And uh, I think uh, Robert Sala will be a solid, uh, I hope he will be a solid uh, hire. I love that hire. Uh, coming, from the 40, coming from the 49ers, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, he was the, I think he, he was their defensive coordinator. So he was. Very happy about that. Very happy to see him come to New York. And I think he's brought with him a few coaches. Uh, I think there's a guy named Matt LaFleur. He's going to be our offensive coordinator. Uh, And he's the brother of Mike LaFleur, who is the coach of the Green Bay Packers. Yep. I don't know if anybody realized that, but uh, that's something that that I just found out recently, which uh, that gives me a little bit more hope that uh, we got somebody – running the offense that uh, hopefully knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. How do you feel about Sam Darnold? Because I don't feel like he was given a fair shake, to be honest. I think he was really talented quarterback yeah, coming out of USC, but he just never got yeah, the I right cast around him, in my opinion, yeah. coaching all. Yeah, he he, uh, he definitely – he def- I agree with that 100%. He definitely did not get a good uh, fair shake with the Jets. Uh, I think that maybe – because – it went down to the wire, even whether they were going to keep him or, yeah. or let him go. And that was strange. And, uh, That's so well, strange. I think the fact that they, they – I think the uh, front office knew that they didn't give him a good, uh, a good shake there. And uh, they sent him out of there to Carolina. And uh, if it's anything like uh, what happens to the Jets, he'll turn into an all-pro quarterback <laughs> with, the, uh, with the Panthers. Yeah, he'll be in the Super Bowl, you know, in uh, no, a couple I'm years. Serious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm serious. That's what happens to uh, Jets and Jet fans. Uh, you know, they they give up on Donald, and he'll probably turn out to be a pretty good quarterback because I do believe he had a lot of talent coming out of USC. Like he, he did, and, uh, he, he, he he just had... never got he just never got the. Uh, I think he had a couple of injuries that set him back a little bit, and obviously having uh, Adam Gase as your coach doesn't help <laughs> either. So that's uh, yeah. And that's you know, I, was... I don't have anything bad to. I don't have anything bad to say about uh, Donald. You know, yeah. uh, I wish him all the best. You know, down there in Carolina, and uh, it's just uh, it's just unfortunate that it didn't work out for oh, yeah, him 100%. and for the uh, and for the Jets. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, being you know based in North Carolina. Again, yeah, yeah. Sorry about so that. Base, uh, you know, I'm just hoping that uh, the same thing doesn't happen with Zach Wilson. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's going to be the thing, too, is trying to surround him got, with some coaching. Yeah, well, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, since I found out about this off, offensive coordinator, I think Robert Sauer is, uh, even though even though he's not, uh, he's going to have, hand, I believe he'll be hands-on with the quarterback at least. Yeah, probably. I don't know if he's going to uh, be, be hands-on with the whole offense. I think he'll let the offense, the coordinator, do the job. But I'm sure he's going to be uh, having talks with uh, Zach Wilson and uh, trying to build him up. And uh, you know, coming to New York, that's a uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure there. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. 
because whether he likes it or not, he's married to Zach Wilson. Yeah, he's uh, this is well. I'm talking about Wilson and the coach. You know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's a, a yeah. lot of pressure on uh, a lot of pressure on the on the coach and a lot of pressure on Wilson because he's going to be the one that's out on the field. So hopefully, the Jet fans will give him a chance to get settled in and uh, let his uh, let another kid's got talent. He has to have talent. They picked him number two. Unless they totally misread that too, which I hope not. <laughs> Could be, but I don't think so either. You know, you know hopefully though they can do the you know, anti Sam Darnold and yeah. help him. Yeah, BYU is uh, that's uh, you know I know it's Division One uh, college football, but they don't have a uh, tremendous schedule that they play against. No, absolutely be, not. Uh, absolutely not. Yeah, so that's not like the, not like he's coming out of the SEC or uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, the Big Ten or something like that, but that's what you know. You know, obviously yeah, Sam Donald ended up in Carolina, exactly right? And it's like I was telling yeah, people here: so. Donald is not a bad quarterback. He just didn't have any help in New York. You know, he comes here to Carolina. He's got McCaffrey no, and his former teammate. You know, who oh, was yeah, in the Jets, Robbie Anderson. And I'm like, hopefully he can survive yeah, here because you know what I'm saying. Though in New York, he had yeah, no help. I think I, no, he didn't. He didn't have any wide receivers. They didn't have an offensive line. They didn't have a lot of things. They, their defense was not good. They had everything was stacked against uh, against him, uh, or he had to feel the pressure of uh, of trying to uh, save the team. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, he absolutely. Was the savior. He's the new, and it, he just wasn't going to be the savior without help. Nobody can do that. Not even yeah. Tom Brady can win oh. seven Super Bowls without help. You know what I'm saying? Hey, real we quick, how do you Tom feel about Brady's Tom Brady? Oh. See, I you was know, going to ask your opinion on that. Jet fan, being a Jet fan, I hated Tom Brady because, you know, the Jets and the oh, yeah, Patriots sure. have big-time rivalry. And I actually have some Patriot fans in my family. And oh, I know one. And I hear from them every, <laughs> every time the Patriots won the Super Bowl, I'd get phone calls from my daughter, my son, uh, and some other people that were uh, Patriot fans. Uh, so... That was, uh, you know, Tom, I did not like Tom. I did not like the Patriots. But when he went to uh, Tampa Bay last year and uh, they wound up winning uh, a Super Bowl with him, I got I got more respect for Tom Brady than I had when he was uh, playing with the Patriots because uh, he proved he proved that it was actually him and not uh, Belichick. Yeah, that was a tough thing to watch. Uh, you know, I kind of wanted to cry. Pretty- Belichick is a good coach, a great coach. You know, he's a Hall of Fame coach, but uh, Tom Brady is the man. He is uh, the GOAT. He is He's the GOAT of GOATs. <laughs> That's the unfortunate way to look at it. I appreciate you. Uh, hey, excuse me. I appreciate you calling in with us this week, Race, and talking about the Jets. And I want to, uh, excuse me, to give a huge, you know, props to Vancouver Outdoor Power Equipment. They're for sponsoring third and eight. We'll be right back. Okay. Yes, sir. Welcome back to 3rd and 8 here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get back to the show with your host, Brandon Adcock. Hey guys, and welcome back here to 3rd and 8 on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Last segment, though, we covered the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Ooh. This segment <laughs> is the Patriots, and this is the one I'm honestly dreading to cover. I got tired of the New England Patriots for quite some time. Having Tom Brady in his decade and a half of dominance over the NFL, I'm tired of him. He went to Tampa and done it again. I'm extra tired of, of Tampa Tom now. But at least he's having more fun and not in cold weather. 
Tampa Tom. Tampa I love Tom. It. <laughs> Chris, have you got another caller on the line tonight, we man? We do. We have Colby on the line with us. Colby, you with us? Yes, sir. Hey, man, what's going on with your Patriots fan? Are you a Patriots fan, right? Uh, one of the biggest. You guys are the worst. No, I'm just playing. So, <laughs> how do you feel about uh, <laughs> nah, Eddie Trump? We're on a big come up next year. <laughs> huh? I think we're on a big come up next year. <laughs> well, see, that was my question. How do you feel about the transition going from Tom Brady to Cam Newton to Mac Jones? You know, hey, do you think Cam Newton knows, you know, hey, y'all was quarterback in 2021? Or, you know, hopefully there was a Mac Jones time. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I, man, I think it's Mac Jones time. I think uh, after, uh, give it uh, four weeks, I think Mac Jones will be our guy. Oh, so you're not even giving Cam Newton. Oh, man, he's not even getting half the season worth you know, of work. He's just going straight I, into I the. Love, I, I love Cam Newton. But after uh, last season, man, I mean, there were so many close game giveaways, like with the Bills. I oh, mean, with the geez, fumble. I mean, oh. Yeah, hey, at the very end of the game, yeah. we could have won. <laughs> well, yeah, see, I hurt my feelings, really. Yeah, yeah I couldn't imagine. <laughs> but, like, Cam, you know, obviously Cam is not a he's not a, he's not a terrible quarterback. But having an offense yeah. where Tom dominated, you know what I'm saying, for a decade and some change, you know, hey, one, two, three, the pass is out. You know, one, two, three, the pass is out. That's not Cam's game. So having a system where, you know, you know, the whole offense is predicated off, you know, a tempo and ball placement, which have never and would never be Cam Newton's strong suits is his, you know, his big arm, inaccurate or not, he's still got a cannon. You know what I'm saying? Though, you know, obviously he can move, but having Josh McDaniels come in, I really think, though, if Matt Jones comes in early, honestly, though, it's going to emulate Tom Brady's old system, though, one, two, three balls out. Luckily, though, for you guys, he actually has some weapons now. Yeah, and so how do you feel and, about and Nelson, Aguilar. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar was a huge pickup, like, like you're about to, probably about to say. That, right. Yeah, that was my next question, actually. How do you feel about Nelson Aguilar and Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith coming in? Oh, my gosh. That was a blessing, man. The tight ends is a huge blessing. I mean, that's, that's literally what we needed was the, the tight end game. Um, and, you know, I, I love Nelson Aguilar and uh, um, – uh, born, um, he's a solid receiver. I think he'll be like a good uh, wide receiver three or so. And uh, I'm hoping Nikhil Harry will step up this year. Uh, at least, you know, prove something. At least be our wide receiver two or so. You know, so. Yeah, I thought last year that was going to be his... leaving, that kinda... Yeah, he just kind of up and left, didn't he? Like no warning or nothing. He was just yeah, out. Yeah, was kind of tough. I thought he. I still thought he had another year or two. I'm not gonna lie, but. Well, I mean, you know, obviously Nikhil Harry that was there last year, he was Bill's last pick in the first round a couple of years ago, but I thought, you know, he was going to be big deal for y'all last year, and for whatever reason, he just could never seem to get it together. But hopefully having, nice. like you said, Bourne coming <laughs> over there from San Francisco with Ness and Aguilar, who somehow found a career in Oakland again, you know, after being in Philly, mm-hmm. you know, y'all honestly dominated, you know, having a two-tight end set a while back with Gronk and, unfortunately, Aaron Hernandez. But y'all got two guys now who can really emulate that with John U. Smith and Hunter Henry. You know, how do you think y'all are going to be a run first team or a pass first team? You know, how do you think, you know, that's going to go with Josh McDaniels in New England this year? I, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I do think we are going to be more of like a – we're going to try to tr- – I think last year, you know, we did kind of have to be more of like a run-heavy team in a way, you know. Uh, we turned over the ball too much. Uh and we couldn't really get, you know, any offense going. Our defense, I thought, was solid. But I, I do think this year we are going to be more of like a pass-heavy type of uh, offense. And I, I do think uh, if Cam can get it done, which I, I that would really shock me, but, you know, he has a good work ethic. But uh, 
I think I think we would uh, we could at least get a possibly a wild card. Uh, I really that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, because I really think the Bills have a stronghold on that division. But like you said, like y'all's defense that was yeah. good last year, and you know, hey, over half the defense opted yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? Bill's the best mm-hmm. guy on defense. High towers coming yep. back as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, 100% agree. <laughs> who's that guy who uh, uh, he left and went to Miami? Kyle, um, he left yeah, to Miami. Van Noy. Yeah. yeah, hey, Van Noy, that's his name. He's and coming back, back for y'all. <laughs> and that's not going to be like, yep. you know, he's and not. And we got Patrick, uh, we got Patricia as well. It'll be great, Matt Patricia. See, I forgot he went back there. Smart move on his behalf because he did not make it as the hey. head coach of New York, uh, mm-hmm. excuse me, Detroit Lions. Smart move on his behalf. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't knock him for that. I, hey, go where you're welcome, I guess. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I do think he's still, though. Like like I said, I, I still think he's a valuable piece, and it sucks he left. But I, like I said, at the end of the day, um, with Bill Belichick, uh, I, I, I like I like what we have as our coaching staff now, definitely. And I, I think we got a little bit more weapons. Like I said, I don't think our offense is going to be – some crazy. I think it'll be a, a step better than last year, and I, I think our defense will be a step better. But that should win us more than seven games. I, I think. I think well, y'all win nine games. I'm, I'm hoping nine games. Y'all were in every game. Y'all lost except for a handful though. When um, you know, Cam had COVID though. But y'all got Matt Judon coming up from Baltimore. You know, uh, hey, Kyle oh, yeah. is back. Oh, yeah. Dante Hightower is back. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, y'all got some guys, and really, to that back end of that defense with Gilmore, who seems to be unhappy. How do you feel about the whole Gilmore spot? You know, is he going to stay in New England? You know. Obviously, Bill oh, has yeah, a tendency I, to cut I'm players really early. Open, uh, <sighs> See, it's a little tough with Gilmore, man. It really is because, you know, he, he's getting to be, you know, in his early 30s. And, uh, we're, you know, with our, uh, we have like three other good corners, and then we picked up Darius Slay as well. So it's, I, I, I don't want to sit here and say he's going to leak because money talks. But, uh, yeah. I don't know if that's, you know, that's not what the Patriots are always about, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, no. Well, not until this offseason. Anyway, though, Bill was just like, all right, Tom won, crack the checkbook. And that hadn't happened in yeah. you know, a very long yeah. time. And honestly, it was kind of refreshing <laughs> oh. to see. I ain't going to lie. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't know where. Uh, I think within two days, we have, like, what, eight, eight or nine free, <laughs> free agents? <laughs> yeah, and these won't like no scrub free agents. These are like okay, you know, how the average fan knows who this guy is and what college he played for. Like, oh yeah, that's what tripped me out. You know, what I'm saying for yeah, years, Tom was Matthew. like, huh? Oh, I like it. Yeah, no, like you said before, yeah, Matthew Judon, man, that was huge that's, pickup. And then, like, you were you about to talk about the tackle? Yep. Oh my god. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, you're fine. But you know, have a Lawrence guy come back and then drafting Christian Barrymore out of Auburn or. Sorry, Christian Bellman, that was at Alabama. Those are guys who are coming, though, you know what I'm saying, you know, and have some depth on the D-line. But his whole defense opted out last year, and they were still a, you know, not great defense, at least average to above average. And having guys come back and having guys like J.C. Jackson in the secondary, uh, you know, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Devin McCourty, uh, Kyle Duger, who was a nice find, though, for you guys last year, Jalen Jones and or, – or, excuse me, Jalen Mills and Jonathan Jones come over. Those are really big mm-hmm. additions, though, in New England. And people are just looking at the quarterback spot saying, well, Middle, Cam's kind of wise. Yeah. Middle. Yeah. Sorry about that. Mills, but, sorry. That is exactly – I said Darius Slay. I meant Mills earlier. I, that is exactly – I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. That's fine. Eagles. Yeah, that's exactly who I was – I got confused with them too. <laughs> yeah, he was a really yeah. good player though in Philadelphia. But everybody just looks yeah, at the quarterback spot solid. and thinks, you know, is Cameron Mack is going to lead this team? You know, where it's like, no, they may li- – honestly, the Patriots may – 
honestly, outside of maybe the Giants have made, you know, had the biggest splashes, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, um, team talent, having guys come in who can, you know, mm-hmm. not household name guys, you know, obviously, but guys, you know, who help you win on Sundays. I'm just hoping that for my sake oh, yeah. that Bill Belichick actually wins something this year. I've never cheered for Belichick. I do not like the Patriots. I think he caught a bad rap last year with Tom winning. Hey, you know what? This is a name I want people to uh, kind of pay attention to a little bit, too. All right, who you uh, got? Ramondre Stevenson, uh, that running back uh, we drafted from Oklahoma. I think he's going to be a little bit of a sleeper. I think he's going to be a solid uh, second uh, second option running back. I think uh, he'll end up fitting in that spot well. And I think Damian Harris is going to hold down that running back one spot as well. So I think uh, Michelle will be his, his, on his way out. <laughs> See, that's what I was going to ask to Michelle. Obviously, he was a big gift for y'all out of Georgia, but y'all seem to have a hard time drafting yeah. running backs and wide receivers, and I can't, like, I don't understand how or why. I really don't either. I really don't either, honestly, man. <laughs> because he can... I'm glad we did get Max. Hey, sorry about that. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no sorry. It's, it's windy over here. <laughs> oh, you're fine. It's just like he can draft a whole defense. He's decently drafting offensive line. He obviously can find a quarterback or two, mm-hmm. you know, drafting a Brissett and guys, you know, you know, who have went out and, you know, had done their own thing outside of New England. But drafting a wide receiver, though, for Bill Belichick, you know, has been like me losing weight. It is just not happening. And I can't figure mm-hmm. out why. It's it's strange to me. <laughs> Belichick is unpredictable, man. <laughs> I mean, what like is putting that? Huh? It's, you know, when we lost Brady, it, I, I'm not even going to lie. I didn't really see um, us losing Tom Brady. I, I, that was kind of something I, yeah. I I still can't see past. <laughs> like, Yeah, like that's tough, man, because, like, you know, obviously Peyton Manning, you know, he stayed in Indianapolis forever, and Brett Favre stayed in Green Bay forever. Tom stayed in New England mm-hmm. as long as eternity. It's like, you know, who's next? In my opinion, Breeze luckily stayed it well. Well, technically he got traded, but, you know, he stayed, you know, he stayed, you know what I'm saying, though, in New Orleans and retired from there, but – there's really nobody left outside of Aaron Rodgers and Ben who have stayed that long anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's almost unheard of. I agree. And this word, though, I think, you know, um, uh, excuse me, last year Bill caught a bad rap. It's Tom that went to Tampa. Tom had a team who was already not bad. And then he added mm-hmm. Hall of Fame-level guys, Antonio Brown, Gronk. He had a really good defense. He had a really good offensive coordinator. Tom didn't do it by himself. Mm-hmm. And here's, you know, here's Bill who no, had no. Cam, who had COVID, who had half his defense out and out and was still competitive at 79. Like, yeah. I don't understand the Bill yeah, hatred. I mean, and when, yeah, I agree. I agree. He's had some challenges. And like you were just saying with Drew Brees as well, I don't think there's really going to be uh, replacing Drew Brees. I think that contract is a little bogus as well. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of strange how they done that the last minute, huh? Yeah, that was like a Friday afternoon. Yeah, that was a Friday afternoon. Hey, uh. Hey, thanks. That's that's basically though that was that was a thank you to Breeze going out the door. But I mean, I can't fault him. He done better than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how do you feel about you guys' record going forward next year? Do you know, how do you think y'all to be twelve and five or eleven and six, or how do you think you guys are going to yeah. be? Yeah, I, I really, man, I, I'm gonna be honest. I really am hoping for nine wins. I really am hoping for nine wins. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is. I really think we're going to uh, take second in that division. So I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think the, the Dolphins are going to take us. And I'm not hating on the Bills either. I, I think the Bills are going to take us. But uh, I do I do think uh, we're going to be able to compete with them. Like, we, you know, we competed with them last year and ended up uh, 
one you know one one dang takeaway away you know yep. so uh I, that's exactly what i'm hoping is uh this year you know maybe we could cut that that stuff out and there was a couple other games where it's kind of like a takeaway game you know it's like there's a tough season last year for the patriots but i'm hoping that possibly 10 10 wins 10 9 or 10 wins at least yeah see i had like going Whether it's cam or- hey cam or mac jones you said yeah either cam or mac i'm gonna be honest if that's like I said, I'd rather have Mac in there, I'm going to be honest. But uh, Cam or Mac, I think uh, the system either way, uh, with our defense uh, being a little bit stronger. The receivers for Cam or Mac either way have gotten better. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest, I, I see really, I really do see uh, at least nine or ten games. Yeah, see, I got y'all going right behind the Bills with 11 wins and the Bill having, I don't know, 12 or 13 like wins. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, honestly, I'm with you. I think you ought to take second. You know what I'm saying? Know that division, I think Miami's going to come up a step short in the Jets. Well, it's the Jets, though. What can I say? Kobe, I appreciate you calling in on 3rd and 8 on this Monday. Hey, Chris, you want to take Thank us out so the break real quick? Huh? Sure. Go ahead, Kobe. Leave Kobe his disconnect. Hey, <laughs> you have one more word, Kobe? We're on break now. Oh, no, no. We're getting ready to head to one. Yeah, we're headed to break. All right, so thank you to Vanco okay. Outdoor Power Equipment, all of our other sponsors. We'll be back for another segment here in just a minute here on 3rd and 8 on Nextdoor Radio. It's time for Old Man Mondays with Brandon Adcock. Stay off the weed. As y'all know, that the biggest headline this week coming into you know at the weekend, uh, you excuse me, the following week, uh, there's Miss Richardson of the Olympics who is. Obviously, busted up for smoking marijuana, though, and everybody is having a field day with her in the Michael Phelps comparison, though. So my old man running the week is going to be bad comparisons. I'm going to start it off there with last week's with Devin Booker and Kobe Bryant. Don't you ever compare Devin Booker to a five-time NBA champion, a first battle Hall of Famer, nine-time the Defensive Player of the Year, or excuse me, hey, all-team. Uh, anyway, Devin Booker ain't Kobe Bryant. Okay, there will never be a Devin Booker plaque on my wall. There's a Kobe Bryant plaque on my wall, and it's uh-huh. going to stay there, okay? You can't compare a guy who made one finals off the back of a Hall of Fame port going to CP3 and DeAndre Ayton, who was, you know what I'm saying, the number one pick in the uh, 2018 draft, I want to say. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. Hey, Chris is like, I'm just here. <laughs> Every team that they faced have been hurt along the way. Don't compare him to Kobe. He don't even have a single title yet. Let me see. One, two, three, four. Hey, Chris, how many is that? It looked like five from here. Five. That's how many titles. Oh, hey, excuse me. Titles Kobe have. Hey, how many is this? It looked like a big old goose egg. That's how many Devin Booker has stopped the back comparisons. <laughs> there is no, there is not a Kobe Bryant walking the face of the earth right now. It's just not. And honestly, offensive skill game wise, the best player, in my opinion, close to him is Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. Though, and as a Boston Celtics hater, I hate to say that. Obviously, Tatum's a dookie. Proud to say that. But even then, it's not Devin Booker. Stop it. He's a world class shooter. Hey, I give Book that. He's a world-class athlete, something I never beat. Props to him. He's not Kobe Bryant. That's my first bad comparison, though. That one, though, was on tap last week, and I forgot about it. This one brought me to it. Stop comparison, of, you know, you know. obviously, Ms. Richardson fed her drug test. And as of this moment, you know what I'm saying, there was not going in the Olympics. This is where I stand on this, playing out. Please let her run. Just let her run. There is 19 states across America. Obviously, you know what I'm saying, though, marijuana is legal. I'm not saying my stance against it or for it. That's not my place. It's not my radio show to do that, though. It's not my platform. And what I would say is, 
It's not a steroid. It's not a steroid. It's not a performance-enhancing drug. If anything, it's going to make you run slower. Like, just being honest, it ain't going to speed you up. I mean, I got a couple of thoughts I can interject on this old man Monday. If you Fire here. All right. So, um, you know, uh, do you know the name Joey Chestnut? Yes. Okay. So, Joey he, Chestnut recently won yet again. Yeah. He the Nathan's hot dog eating. Me. Yeah, yeah. Right. The Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I believe this year he ate 76, Six. 76 hot dogs in what, 10 minutes? Yeah. If I eat six at right? a barbecue, I'm fat and disgusting. But carry so, on. So, in his line of work, I oh, would say it's a performance-enhancing drug. And Joey Chestnut's <laughs> one of the Beautiful segue. It is a performance-enhancing drug. Catch me the pie contest or you may have a beef. This girl is running track. I'm not saying she's right or wrong. Here's what I do in the breakdown, you know what I'm saying, for all the masses. You know, obviously, Michael Phelps is a swimmer. He got banned after smoking a bong in a pitcher, which I'm not saying is right or wrong. It's what he did. You know what I'm saying? It ain't what I did. You know, obviously, it's not the same. He lost a bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? He got banned for, I want to say, like 90 days or, you know, a couple months, whatever. But, you know, obviously, you know, her having the failed test, and this is something that I'm going to speak on real quick on a personal level. Her mother just died. You know what I'm saying? There's a guy who's dealt with that. You can't tell somebody how to grieve. Losing your mother is a painful process, and that's coming up from my heart. You know, obviously, it's happened to me. So, and see, here's the thing. She didn't even try to deny it. This is what bothers me the most. Everybody's like, well, she shouldn't have done it. You're right. Okay? That's fair. It was illegal. Homegirl, you know, had no business doing it. Okay. Her, well, you know, her mother just died. How do you explain that to people? Don't ban her from running. She ain't doing nothing technically. Don't say illegal. Yeah, well, well <laughs> there's people, you know, obviously who've been, oh, God, in Russia, it was a big controversy a couple of years ago. That, you know what I'm saying? You know, half the way from Tina was using steroids. Mm. It's not that. It's marijuana. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying they'll just let the girl run. Obviously, Michael Phelps had his heyday. He was allowed to swim. You know, hey, post-toke, as they say. But, you know, I mean, that's what happened. Allow Miss Richardson to run, man. Stop with the bad comparisons between her and Michael Phelps. It was not the same. Stop the bad comparisons of Devin Booker, Kobe Bryant. You know, sorry, Tyler Todd. You know, obviously, I had basketball, track, and swimming. And he somehow threw in a hot dog eating contest. And so, if you expect, like, the holy trinity of sports plus one, I guess that's it, man, though. But that's my rant. You know what I'm saying? This week for Old Man Monday, stop the bad comparisons. Each spot is different. Each individual's, you know, term around the clock is different. You know, obviously, book is no Kobe. And, you know, hey, Miss Richardson, man, you know, please allow that girl to run. Hey, right or wrong. You know, honestly, regardless of your feelings on the matter, personal, you know what I'm saying, you know, her, you know, using her marijuana doing fell in the test two weeks after her mom died, man, to cut the girl some sight, man, doing that, you know what I'm saying, to allow that girl to run some track. That's just my thought. That's my old man money rant. Anyway, back in our AFC East topic, Chris, you want to talk about the Miami Dolphins real quick? Not really. Me neither, especially <laughs> since Jason's not here, and I ain't got to hear him right on tour. It's obviously coming in, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> See, it's weird doing that with that, Jason. <laughs> and you, you still brought him up. Yeah, you still see, brought just, up to her. Yeah, I just can't help myself. Anyway, Jason will be back. By the oh, way, praise be. Yes, he is. Uh, he Thankfully, is he's not here Tennessee. for this one. Yeah. Yes, talking Tennessee. <laughs> anyway, so obviously, two is a quarterback going in next year though. In Miami though, in Miami though was ten and six last year though, and this is about the same record I think. Honestly, they're end up with this year probably nine and or excuse me nine and eight, eight nine somewhere in there. Two is the quarterback. My guess because it you know honestly going to be the starter there, running back Will Fuller to Devontae Parker and Jalen Waller to coming in though. Do actually provide him to a halfway decent big three wide receiver. But the hallmark of that team is going to be his defense. That's where I think, you know, the strong suit comes in Miami, though, is the defense. So we saw it last year when they had, like, a top-ten defense in the league. You know, 
he's got to improve. And as much as I do, you know, obviously love to tease Jason about Tua, Jason's got a point. If he doesn't do it this year, he's not getting a third year. I think there was some postseason conversations about Tua, and I think there were some folks who were, from what I read at least, who were a little upset about his performance in the past year. Um, but that really seemed to come out postseason rather than during the season. I'm not sure what the, the I mean, thought as it was should. behind that. But, eh. Honestly, as it should. But Obviously, him being a rookie, he's going to have his lumps and growing sure. pains and stuff like that. But you don't do that, you know what I'm saying? Hey, midseason to a rookie, in my opinion. Dolphins, at least played this morning, it was like, okay, he's not great yet, just just – Hold him down, keep him hush hush. But you know the huge area of improvement that the Dolphins have got to make at some point is running back, because Miles Gaskin is just not enough. And Salton Med is a backup who came in last year. He did okay in spots, but having Miles Gaskin as your RB one, not good, especially for Tua, who he's not a pocket passer. He's a really good play action passer. He even was in college. And having Jalen Waddle there, who just formed a team at Alabama, is going to be big for him. But having a running back who's eh, at best, is a big step forward. And luckily, though, for the Dolphins, you know what I'm saying, you know, his strong points on defense. And having Byron Jones and Xavier Howard as your one-two corners, well, actually, I got them backwards. Howard's one, Jones is two. You know, hey, that's the bright spot of the Dolphins, I think, is their defense and the coach and Brian Flores. He was a former D.C. in New England. I'm hoping that they can keep the games, honestly, manageable for Tua. He's never going to score you 90 points a game. He might have even score you in the high 20s or 30s. And keep the score low, and he has a chance to win. He's really like Alex Smith to me, who's the former quarterback of the Washington Redskins, who coming in, Yep. Uh, obviously out of Utah. You know, obviously he went to San Francisco, and then he went to play with Kansas City to end up in Washington. He's been a quarterback who, over the course of his career, he, he never turned the ball over. He never threw a deep down fit a ton. He would, you know, he was accurate. He didn't turn it over, and he was mobile. Those are all three of two of strengths. He's not a great deep ball thrower. He will. He's not great at it. He's accurate underneath. He can be, and he's definitely athletic. You know, he was even athletic in college, barring his hip injury. But going forward, you know, you know, obviously Kobe was on with his last seven. Do I do that in the Dolphins? Do I finish third in this division? Bills, Pats, Dolphins, Jets, and I think it's going to be a tight gap there between the Patriots and Dolphins. That's going to be the Bills here, Jets here, Dolphins and Patriots are going to be fighting. You know, what I'm saying on this little area here. That's just my personal being. Have you got any thoughts about the Dolphins going into the 2021 season, Chris? Um, no. I ain't got no thoughts. <laughs> no thoughts on the Dolphins, other other than you know, Tua. Hey, Jason, hit the soundbar for one time. What else I need to hit? Hey, just hit the Tua soundbar for one time. You act like I got that thing on standby, man. You do. I, ain't got it on stand- I don't have it on standby. Oh. That's a shame, man. I'm a bad person. Yeah, see, I I'm agree. a bad person, but it don't take me long. That's fair. Hey, I mean, I mean, uh, Tago from Hawaii. It's uh, almost like Jason's here, right? Yeah, they had to have it, you know, hey, one time for old time's sake. <laughs> you know, anyway, moving on. Buffalo Bills are the last team in the division who we haven't touched on yet, though, and that's who I think it's going to be clear, easily clear-cut number one winner though, in this division. Obviously, as a Colts fan, uh, does buy my hat tells you, though, you, you know, obviously the Bills knocked us off last year in the playoffs to buy a field goal. The You know, hey, the Bills are going to live and die by one player, though, and that's Josh Allen. He's the quarterback and the running back, basically all in one. He's their do-it-all. Hey, honestly, offensive threat. Zach Moss and Matt Breida. Those are going to be a good one-two punch that come in next season. You know, honestly, I will say that the strength of the Buffalo Bills is actually, you know, hey, on the offensive side of the ball, and it's not their quarterback. It's his weapons at wide receiver. Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, and Cole Beasley are a god almighty to what a one-two-three punch. You know, Cole Beasley, honestly, he's probably the best slot guy in the NFL. And having Diggs, who we saw come over last year from Minnesota, and we saw how Josh Allen jumped up from here to, you know, in a single season. Diggs was the only difference in the whole thing. 
same offensive coordinator, same coach, same system. It was Josh Allen, Diggs, Allen and Diggs. For those of y'all who can't see, because Brandon don't realize how radio works. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's like a little climbing tower there with my hands. But And, you know, obviously having Emmanuel Sanders come over, who's a consummate pro. He's not prime time, you know, saying the way he was in Denver paired up with Demarius Thomas during his, you know, his Peyton Manning glory days. But he's still a really serviceable wide receiver, too. And I really think that having him and Beasley there, you can't shift all the coverage over to Diggs every play. Here's Measley Beasley. He's going to kill you five yards at a time, seven yards at a time, three yards. What? Just Measley Beasley. Measley Beasley. I love your phrases. Yeah, props to you, Shannon Sharp, for that one. But, <laughs> you know, here's Emmanuel Sanders who's going to be over there too. You know what I'm saying? You know, obviously, you leave him one-on-one, you know, he's going to make his hate too. So, having Buffalo come over – no, there is not a single team in this whole dang on, you know what I'm saying, division who's got a number one running back. The Bills don't have one. I guess the Pats have Damian Harris. Uh, the Jets got Tevin Coleman in the – Dolphins have Miles Gaskin. Jesus Christ. Nobody, you have a problem. What? Just You have a problem. That's all. No, everybody in the AFC East got a problem. <laughs> they can't draft running backs. Mac Jones, Tua, Josh Allen, and Zach Wilson. So, are those Zach Wilson hits, all of them got good quarterbacks. Well, I ain't going to say good because the jury's out on Tua and Jones and Wilson, though, for that matter. You know, hey, jury's in on Josh Allen. He's great. But uh, draft the running back, man. That's odd. But obviously going down the list for, you know, hey, Buffalo, honestly, the you know, you know. here's the Patriots who, you know, here's the offensive side of the ball. I ain't sure who the quarterback is going to be. They're not even sure of the system. Well, here's the Jets. I don't know what they got going on over here with Zach Wilson. Here's the Dolphins. Okay, here's Tua and a half a decent running back and some decent receivers. Defense should be okay. Bill's got the best roster in the AFC stuff from top to bottom by far. Jerry Hughes, Ed, excuse me, Ed Oliver, Mario Addison, Edwards, Milano, you know what I'm saying? It's just guys after guys with guys on defense. And honestly, you know, they got the best back end. You know, probably in football, though, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. And so you can't throw deep on him. You know, he whites a lockdown wide or, excuse me, cornerback. And here's Edmonds up a short in the whole middle. So, like, good luck scoring on Buffalo. Now, but like I said, man, though, there's a wrap up, excuse me, there's a wrap up, though, of our AFC East talk. Though, but like I said, Chris, it's going to be Buffalo. And I guess the Patriots, Miami at 2A and 2B. And here's the Jets at number six. And everybody else in between them just how bad, you know what I'm saying, the Jets are going to be, in my opinion. Because they're going to be atrocious. Like they always? <laughs> yeah, but that'd be god-awful in my opinion. I don't, see, that's the thing, though, is I don't want them to be bad. They've been bad for so long, it's like I don't want to see some progress. Oh, You never want to see your son grow up. No, that's fair. That's how I felt about the Jets, man. I don't want to see my son grow up. I saw Cleveland grow up last year, all right? That's a shame. And here's... <laughs> I'm just... That's, it sounds so pitiful. It's like, all I want him to do is walk. I just I don't want, him, I want him to come out the womb. I'm not asking for him to walk, bro, man. Just come out the womb. Like you, they're not crawling. They ain't in diapers. They ain't on formula. Nothing. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's the end of the month. Y'all know what time it is. So it's our top ten drawing of the month. But that's my AFC's talk, man. Y'all let me know where I was wrong. I got Bills, Pats, Dolphins, and Jets in that order. I hate to say that this is like you know. Here's the one I feel the most strongly about. There was this division, to be honest with you. Now, because everything else is a crapshoot. Now, but have you got our drawing for us this month, Chris? I got the drawing yeah, for let's you up behind you, man. You ready to wheel. spin the wheel? I am not. Try not to ahead. stare too close at it. It might make you dizzy. All right, who we got winning this week or month? We have getting close. Shout it out to us, Chris. It looks like JT Moran. Yep, he was our winner for June. So, uh, hey, props to you, man. You know, obviously, we'll get up with you, though. We need to give you some cash or some shirts or some merch or some shoes or some socks and birds and the bees and the trees. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just running off words there. But here's a winner, you know, I'm saying, of the month of June. 
as always, I appreciate you know how you guys join us next next week that we're gonna uh, hey pick a division and talk about it. Chris, hey pick north, south, east, or west. Wait, which one did we just do? North, south, east, or west. It don't matter. Just pick uh, one. I'm gonna go west. All right, hey, AFC or NFC? AFC. All right, the AFC West is next week's show. Hey, Chris picked. He's going to uh, head us out, obviously. Happy 4th of July late to you guys. God bless America, Chris. Take we care will be home, right baby. back with a little bit of some food Ooh, talk. See, I Let's, forgot about yeah. that. See, see I'm you just fat forgot about that. No, yeah, I'm just fat for no reason, bro. <laughs> just fat for no reason. So we will be back here in just a minute with some food talk. Until then, kids, don't forget. Stay off the weed. Duh. Welcome back to Third Nature on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get back to the show with your host, Brandon Adcock, for the food segment. Yes, the food segment. I forgot about Chris. My bad. Yo, it's been a slippy day, guys. My bad. I'm used to Jason leading us in and out on breaks. And it's been my <laughs> job today. I've had to take over the starting point guard rolling. I'm just not available today. Chris has been a godsend as he's over there munching on oh, chips right now. Y'all can't see it behind I've the camera. I've not been but, on it yet. That's not true. I was waiting. Oh, uh, well, you had a pile of sauce on it in my I have. I was, I was figuring you was about to say we was about to eat something. I mean, I can backtrack. Yeah, we are. I'll dunk, put it your, back. <laughs> dunk your sauce <laughs> off and start over. No. Aww. Here's what we got on Tatter today, guys. Hey, Chris, hey, you want to tell them how we found these people and what we doing, or excuse me, doing today and you so, know what's going on? Whoop. This here is Tasting Jamaican. Yep. Um, this is by some folks, I believe they're out of Lewisburg, uh, yep. North Carolina. Uh, we met them at a. Yeah, it's basically uh, barbecue. Some, yeah, barbecue today, yeah. Uh, or rather yesterday, I guess, for the 4th of July. And uh, they had some samples out. We tried some samples of some different stuff. They've got. Boy, some did strawberry. we ever try some samples? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you uh, had like eight or ten a piece. Yeah, they, and they have some good samples. Yeah, like, they do. You get a chip, chip and a whole scoop. Like, yeah. I expect them to be like, all right, here's a little piece, enjoy. It's like, no, yeah, no. you get a spoonful, slap it, yeah. real carefully, give it to you. <laughs> yes, like, like a tablespoon. He's talking like whole chip and yeah. like all. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, covered. It was amazing. Um, so they've got some strawberry, uh, which you wouldn't think would kind of match with this, yeah, but it, it had sauces. a really fresh uh, taste. Uh, Strong strawberry taste. Yes. Into it pop. Um, they got some blueberry and, and peach. Peach. That's the first one I tried because it just sounded crazy to me to have yeah. you know, hey, blueberry and peach and sauce. And I was like, uh, who there? But that blueberry had who a there? nice little yeah, cooling, to refreshing it. Yep, taste yep, to I it. I agree. And see, the um, peach was there, except it wasn't yeah, there. You know what it, I mean? It, it was part of the game, but it wasn't the star. Beautiful. Thank you. I like how you did that. <laughs> it was not the MVP. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see here. They also have some pumpkin spice yep. and, uh, and some Cajun here, which I believe is what we got on the table. Yeah. This, uh, is, the, this uh, is the medium. So, they have mild, medium, hot, uh, I want to say nuclear. Yeah, nuclear was the hot one. Yeah. Nuclear is, uh, we, we steered clear for fear of, well. Y'all saw it happen in the video the first time they did the hot, <laughs> yeah, the hot nut challenge, and they had Carolina ghost peppers in the reaper peppers. I was like, no, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Can't be me no more. So these folks, so um, they have won 18 awards in the last six years. Yep. Um, that's a lot. They recently came in third place at the International Flavor Awards in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, so they have, uh, they have quite the following, and they've been all sorts of places, been parts of all sorts of different cool things. They can also be found on Amazon. Uh, we found out looking at the top of the jar, Amazon Prime, uh, where all fine things are sold and shipped. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's just, this one here, the Cuban, though, has, I believe, black beans and corn, and I'm not a black bean yeah. fan. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens here, but uh, 
Taste in Jamaican, I believe it's tasteinjamaican.com is the it website. Is. It is. Um, and I believe the lady's name was Melissa Hodges uh, out of Lewisburg, North Carolina. We'll put some of their information up on our website here in a little bit. Yes, sir. www.tasteinjamaican.com. And uh, so they also sell the uh, corn chips there that you got in front of you. It's a dollar bag. Uh, a dollar bag. bag. And I want to say the, the jar is $8 for the yes, jar. Sir. Yes, eight dollars. Um, so uh, yeah, they also have we? like rubs and different stuff. You know, hey, we didn't sample the rubs. They did. And stuff that's like true. That. Uh, um, some jerk rubs. Yep. Uh, I can't remember what the other one was, but they got they got all sorts of cool oh, stuff. Absolutely. Definitely worth checking out. Absolutely. Um, like I said, stuff I never thought I would have liked. And see, I was thinking about how you put a strawberry and salsa and make it work. That that none of it makes sense no. until you eat it, and then you're like, yeah. oh. And I believe she said her husband came up with all the recipes. Yeah. So uh, congrats that's to him. Yeah, because I don't know, but like, yeah, no, not me. I'm not putting strawberries and salsa, but I'm telling you. <laughs> right. That's stra- Honestly, the blueberry and peach one is probably my favorite one I had there personally. It was sweet. Like. Yeah. See, I think our kids would eat that. And you wouldn't think sweet would go good with like chips. tortilla chips. But yeah. It, for sure. Somehow it works. Yeah. Um, but so shall we get a little taste here? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll get us a little background music going for us. See if we can get there we go. Oh, he already jumped in. What a cheater. All right, here we go. All right, I got a little bit of corn on this one. Uh, actually, I got quite a bit of corn and a big old tomato. Let's see what we got. He said a big old tomato. Are you? Mmm. Mm-hmm. Now, honestly, it's probably hard to tell on the camera, but... That's a meaty scoop. Yeah, it's not a very thin sauce at all. It's very thick. Yeah, it's definitely um, chunky. Yeah, it looks like a little bit of mangoes, some beans. Is it mango in there? I, it's a fruit of some sort. Huh. Mater's corn. Now, black beans, there's some, some twain to it. Mm-hmm. Um, medium, not super hot. Like, not even really hot at all. It's just a... It's more of a sensation than a... Yeah. I don't even know how to describe that. It's just... It's it's warm. Jason literally did not cry. <laughs> it's, it's super thick, dude. And that's the thing. It's like... It's so rich. Mm-hmm. And there's so much stuff just packed in here. Dude, Chris. So so I just had a black bean. Chris. As I, I noted, I do not like black beans. Dude, that is, dude, that's soup. That is not soup, sir. Oh, that is soup. I've dude. never had a soup that thick. That's stew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so this one's got a little bit of black beans in it. That looks like some sort of maybe either a bell pepper or a, a jalapeno maybe. I have to look at the ingredients on that one. It might be a jalapeno. That might be how they're getting a little heat on there. Um... But uh, yeah, I like I don't like black beans, but that is that is a, a tolerable way to eat them. If you had to put them in your diet, this is a good way to put them in there. Mm. Mm. That's really good salsa, dude. It is. It's strange. Did we really good. go through a half a jar. Mind your business, dude. <laughs> no, me and you fat. It's a whole lot of different stuff in salsa that shouldn't work in salsa. But somehow pairs wear together. Yeah. Like, it's a little sweet. This would be good over top of chicken. Ooh. Oh, yes, it would. Like a, just a enough oven heat. roasted yeah, or maybe just even enough. a grilled chicken. Yeah. Oh, grilled chicken, too. Oh, yeah, the black beans, <clears throat> corn. Oh, yeah, there's just a little bit of fruit like, in there. Some some spiciness. It's a little sweet, but it's not, like, jelly sweet, right? Like, yeah. the strawberry one was 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 definitely a little more sweet. Mm-hmm. This is, this is kind of just right for a salsa. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's really good stuff, dude. And I don't know where they get them corn chips from. I, I don't know if they make them or if they buy them or what they do. But yeah, them, but that's super thick. Yeah, them's good corn chips. Yeah. These are not store-bought corn Mm-mm. chips. No. Oh, here you go again. Pouring some more out. 
And it's my show, baby. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, hey, yeah, I don't know what that. You're right, though. There is some something yellow in there that's either mango or peach. Or did it have an ingredients list on it? It does. What's that yellow thing? It's mango. Hmm. Okay. Again, <clears throat> I don't like that either. But my doctor will greatly appreciate this. What are your body gonna be like? Fruit, fruit! <laughs> oh my god! What are you doing? Fruit. Black beans and mango. Go home. He's dying. <laughs> um, corn gives it a nice little pop. Mm-hmm. I definitely like the big chunks of tomatoes. I'm a tomato guy. Like the big chunks of like stewed tomatoes or something. Um, I like that little bit of heat on the end. Not too much. It's just, it's just right. Really, the heat on the medium. Um, if you're looking for hot, this isn't where you want to go. You're gonna want to go up. But if you've if you've ever wanted Warmth, but not hot. Yeah, medium's the way to go. Like, excuse me. All joking aside, hey, this is perfect, Jason. Like, it is. Like I'm not even being funny. You don't it's perfect stuff. for kids. If it's your kids want to try something hot, like it's it, not it's hot. Not it's not, yeah. It's probably one it's step above barbecue chips. Yeah, one step above That's barbecue fair. chip. That's fair. And there's a little bit of smokiness in there. I don't know if that comes off the peppers or something. I think she said maybe they use some uh, mesquite or. Some oh, sort no, it says of... jalapenos and habaneros. Oh, I did not get habanero. I heat. didn't either. The mystery we got here. They, yeah, they've done something special there because I did Cilantro not get habanero. Acid, garlic powder, lime juice, peppers, lime onions. Juice, that probably helps. Corn and mango and black beans. Okay. Very simple sauce. Like it's yeah. not, it's not you, know, you know, you'd find it in the store and name off 12 ingredients. You don't know what it is. Right. I had a speech problem and I just read it. So you know it's natural. <laughs> I would rate this sauce out of 10, man. I'm giving it a solid 9.8. Oh, for sure. So, okay. I'm going to give it. I'd give it a 9.5 and here's why. I'm not a I'm not typically a fan of just like off the wall, let's throw some random pieces of stuff in salsa. I yeah. like just a, a plain thick tomato based salsa. Yeah. Um, so I think if I had just the main base, for me, not being you know, overly extra. whatever into all the extra stuff, um, I think the base is definitely a ten. For people who like the the extra pieces, That's mango beautiful. and all that stuff. It, it's going to be like a 12 for them, right? Yeah, that corn and mango is like, it, it's so odd. It's like the sweet, the crunch, and like the, it's not a staleness of black beans, but right. you've had black beans. Do you know what the taste I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm not a fan of black beans. But it's they more work. of a dirt taste for black beans for me, and I, I just, this is, this that works. It has that. a little pop. Uh, exactly. It likes the corn and the bean give it a little pop. I think I just spit on my microphone. We'll it's clean okay. that off later. Um, Here. <laughs> Here, have a chip for it. Just dip it right out. Frisbee beat over to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, hey. that is really good. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick that up my bad um, yeah I, I'd say a solid 9.5 just because I'm not a huge fan of all the additional flavors but the fact that they got me to eat it and like it that's a plus 9.5 you, you do have the appetite of a toddler I do no offense but no, like I do except the toddler will typically eat like uh, you know butternut squash and crap like that and I'm not Chris that guy like, either not, uh-uh. <laughs> not me I have apparently the appetite of a like fetus I don't know <laughs> you said milk and milk only <laughs> yeah now, Chris gives it a nine and a half, and I give it a solid 9.8. This would be good for Jason at the China this week. He'll be a good judge on the heat index on this. He probably won't like all the extra stuff that the way me and you do. But who knows, man? The, like I said, I don't like corn. I'm not yeah. a big fan of mango. They made it work. Yeah. Props I, to them because that it's not something that should go in salsa, but somehow they did it. Yeah, they made it they work. Did it. So I say props to the Tasting Jamaican folks. Check them Absolutely. out. Uh, TastingJamaican.com. Um, Lewisburg, I think she said they had uh, some, some in a couple of – Stores as yep. well. Yeah, they're on Amazon um, too. Hey, find us on Amazon Prime. Yeah, 
Yep. Uh, they're they're everywhere, man. Yeah, that and, blueberry peach is the way to go. I'm telling you, this one's probably one though. When that blueberry peach is one A, for sure. Excuse me, one B. Yep. For sure. Well, guys, I appreciate you joining in tonight on 38 on Next Door Radio and nextdoorradio.com. Next week, hopefully, Jason will be back. It's NFC West show. I want to say it's like Chris called it. Hopefully, I, I have a better old man it. rant for you Monday, but next Monday. But we'll see, man. Hopefully, hopefully, sports quiets down and provides us a nice, easy week. And so I won't come in here next Monday all hostile and mad. <laughs> Huge thank you to Pinko Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring. Uh, hey, this is our 38 on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Happy 4th. Absolutely.